welcome to the Row and Sandy podcast. Thank you so much for making the time to come over here and listen to us. We know that there's so much you could be doing otherwise. So we thank you for taking the time. And today we're going to be talking about something that Ro and I have in common. We're going to talk about our own personal experiences with autoimmune conditions. And um, we'll just describe our journeys, how we've handled it. And yeah, so it's it's actually quite interesting, Ro, and you'll mention this, that you and I, one of the first things we noticed about each other, we knew about each other when we first met was this uh, common experience, right? So I don't know. Are you ready to share everything? <laughs> How are you, Ro? How are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing okay, Sandy. How are you? Oh, good, good, good. Yeah. Tell us, what is an autoimmune condition? What is an autoimmune disease or disorder, condition, whatever it is that people describe it as? Yes. So um, an autoimmune disease, what happens is when your body's natural defense system can tell the difference between your own cells and foreign cells, and it mistakenly starts attacking your normal cells. So um, there's no cure, right, for autoimmune diseases. Right. You can uh, just um, slow down whatever is going on, uh, the disease somehow. And um, it's really your body is inflamed. Mm -hmm. That's like the best way I um, can describe it. And, you know, before we go any further, I want to say something is that Sandy and I are not experts. Um, from the beginning, we've always said that whatever we speak on, um, it's going to be mostly what we have gone through and how it's changed our lives. And if we think there is something we can share with everyone else, you know? And so for me, like Sandy said, I was first diagnosed with hyperthyroidism and uh, hyperthyroidism is the same thing where your thyroid gland produces too much of the thyroid hormone. That's what it is. And that's what I was first diagnosed with. Um, and, um, but then the thing is with something like hypothyroidism is that it can always go, you can go hypo as well, where if it's hypothyroidism, that means your thyroid gland does not produce so much thyroid hormones. And so um, for me, I've always tippy-toed between the two where right. either I'm hyper mm -hmm. or um, hypo. And uh, the thing now is because I'm on, um, usually they put you on medication called Synthroid. One of my friends told me that Synthroid is one of the highest prescribed medications. Uh, my little sister told me this actually. Mm -hmm. And so um, it just goes on to show that a lot of people struggle with this. And um, so my journey has been interesting. You know, it's uh, something that I've had for some time now, but finally I can say I am at a point where I know what triggers it. Um, I know how I can deal with it. And I have to be honest that my ultimate uh, dream and goal 
is to not be on Synthroid forever. Right. Uh, I take a low dosage. It's not a big dosage or anything like that, but I just don't want to be on it. Right. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's in a nutshell, that's my, uh, my, um, what would I say? I, I used to have a funny name for it, you know, <laughs> like that boyfriend that can just not, can't leave you alone. You know. like, leave me alone. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, um, so, I mean, when we were talking about uh, preparing for this, one of the things uh, that I want to let our listeners know is that Sandy shared with me that she has not spoken about her <laughs> condition. And so I'm really looking forward for her to speak on it because I mm -hmm. feel like, Sandy, you have a wealth of information, a wealth of knowledge, because I know your um autoimmune uh, disease is something that really affects um, a lot of people. So yeah. uh, I just want you to take us uh, through your own journey with your autoimmune condition. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right, Ro. It's just, it's not something that I have been open about. I mean, people who are close to me, my family, my close friends, they'll know um, what I've been struggling with. And which is lupus, um, SLE. Uh, and lupus, <laughs> it's just one of those conditions that it actually happens, it, it affects a lot more people than um, you'd imagine. It's, it's a very widespread disease. It affects 10 times more women than men. And for black women, actually, it's more likely to affect women of color. So I sort of like just fall nice and neat into that whole, <laughs> the statistics. Yeah. But yeah, it's been, <laughs> and it's it's just been an interesting journey. I've had it ever since I think I was in my mid twenties and without really knowing that that's what I had. So mm -hmm. just living with it and um, knowing that something is wrong with me. And then it's really until I was in my late 20s, early 30s, that I knew what it was. So lupus, for those people who don't know what it is, it is, like we said, an autoimmune condition. And it's pretty much, um, it's a lifelong disease. And what it does is that it affects, it manifests itself differently in different people mm -hmm. who have lupus, right? So mm -hmm. um, it, you know, it can affect your skin, it can affect your joints. Uh, the most serious cases are when it affects the kidney or the brain or the heart, right? And it's pretty much what yeah. a classic autoimmune condition, it, it's the immune system turning on itself, attacking itself, attacking healthy tissue and healthy organs, right? So um, what happens is you get these flares of inflammation. And uh, for me, it's always been pain in the joints. And it sounds, <laughs> it sounds like a small thing, but it is so debilitating. Like you, when you get this pain in your joints, you can't do any, you can't even open the door or you can't open a can of something, you know, it's just, it just makes life very difficult to live. And when you're a mom, when you're a career yeah. woman, it can really be difficult to live with, right? So it is, they call it a disease of a thousand faces because of that, because it's different for every person. And yeah, lupus, and especially like for me, in my case, it's a disease that's easily misdiagnosed and it's misunderstood um, because the symptoms often overlap with another condition and 
this yeah. delays proper diagnosis. So for a while, ask mm-hmm. anyone who's had lupus for a while, you know, you don't know what is wrong with you. You see all these doctors, you do all these tests. But Ro, I'll just tell you, when I found out what it was, I was just so grateful. Mm-hmm. I was so I can grateful. Imagine. Yeah, because for years it was like, just not knowing, taking all this medication and mm-hmm. just knowing it, then you know how to deal with it. You know what it is and, yeah. you know, you can move forward with your life. And yeah. for me, yeah, for the, in terms of challenges, the things that, because I really wanted to talk about that because in case there's somebody, there's a listener out there who's listening and maybe can identify with this is that the challenges of living with lupus is that it just, and I alluded to this earlier, it affects your day-to-day life, the simple things that you do. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also the aspect of it that where you're really pretty much tired all the time, right? So it's very hard yeah. to yeah. be consistent um, in work, at work, at home, you know, especially at yeah. work. So you're, you're taking all these sick days off because you just can't be there. You can't, you know, so it, it affects your work life. It affects your home life. And I think the biggest thing um, is how it makes you more likely to suffer from depression. I, or very low modes or being in the blues, just being in a very low state of mind. And that's just because you're dealing with so much. Uh, So that's how uh, lupus has affected me. And and I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit later, but, I just wanted to know what are the challenges that you have experienced with hyperthyroidism? Uh, <laughs> That's a long word. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is, yeah. Right? Um, I remember even like when I was diagnosed, just going like, what? What is that? And like yeah. just going through, what did you say it is? And so, but yeah, some of the challenges that I have experienced and because it's like been a journey, right? And so right. from the beginning, we'll talk about some of the challenges that I had from the beginning when I was uh, just um, diagnosed was that before the diagnosis, I have to say, um, I had lost so much weight. I was super mm. small. And it was after I had had my son, my first uh, um born son and I didn't know what was happening and it was terrible I it was such a terrible um time for me and I remember people in the community our African brothers and sisters (laughs) how they like talking you know um just saying how what's wrong with her she must be HIV positive because why would she be that she's changed so much and then for me it also didn't help because my husband then was in Canada and I was still going back and forth between the U.S. and Canada and stuff. And people are like, oh, she's being kicked out. You know, her husband is like, no. And it was just a mess. So I have yeah. to say that didn't help because I started hearing people talking and being, even though like, you know, that's not what it is, right? Yeah. It's just like feeling like, what? How can you come up with these things? I am struggling I'm trying to figure out what's going on with me and obviously I mean I didn't care after a while like if you know me very well sometimes I care about things I'm in there sometimes I'm like oh my gosh I don't even care you know so um, that was not a good 
time. Yeah. So I have to say, leaving those were some of the challenges I went through at the beginning, in the beginning. But now I, it's, I'm going to just even touch to what you said, leaving where you can have some low-grade uh, depression or uh, feeling like, what's wrong with me and what happened? What did I do? I think for me, I felt like my body failed me because I didn't right. understand why would my body be attacking itself, right? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so, um, and also just feeling, one of the things I'll say is that no matter what um, size I am or whatever, I'm always carrying a good amount of water weight, a right. good amount, I think, than the normal average because of just having this um, issue. Mm -hmm. um, I know that, um, you know, there are ways, you know, I, I know how I, I have certain ways to deal with it and stuff, and, but it can be, it can be frustrating. Because, right. you know, especially like when you're and during, you know, time of the month where already as it is, you carry extra weight. For me, I feel like it's always more. And I hate that. <laughs> like, I, I'm just like, yeah, I hate it. Yes. So, you know, just navigating through stuff like that. I know it seems so minimal saying that it almost seems like I'm being so naive and like, you know, so superficial. But to me, it's important. I, I, it's, I have to be honest and say, I don't like it because I, <laughs> you know, when you work out or like you try to take care of yourself and then you're always feeling like, what? It's like, I'm just not hitting yeah. that target right. that I have in my head. Yeah. But um, so those are some of the challenges and where, you know, I think the biggest one is just feeling like my body failed me. Like, yeah. what did I do? And, um, yeah. but you know, it's, it's part of the, I guess it's just part of the, just coming to terms with it and accepting it. And now I, I even forget, even though I take my Synthroid every day, mm -hmm. I am not the easiest patient. I have to be honest. I am a very <laughs> hard patient. I am, um, I tell my doctors what I want. Um, I, I just don't listen to them because I've done so much research. And so, um, so yeah, I think it's, it's so, it's so important just to be apart from all the stigma, all the guilt, the shame with it. I've just tried my best to make sure that I am an advocate for myself. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. so yeah. yeah. No, that's important. Um, yeah. So it's very important to do yeah. that. So I wanted to ask you, because like mm -hmm. what we're saying, how I know for me, um, you know, certain things, how I've dealt with my disease and whatever, I want to ask you, how mm -hmm. do you manage living with lupus? And whatever you say, I know for you, most <laughs> of the things also work for me, because you and I have this in yeah. common, and we yeah. always about it so yeah tell us I, I I want to hear and I'm sure everyone who's listening also wants to hear like how do you manage <laughs> oh my gosh you know I think first of all dealing with um 
a disease like lupus is first of all, understanding that it's a lifelong disease, right? It's something that's mm -hmm. just going to be part of your life as long as you yes. live. It's not going away. Yes. There's no cure for it. There's, they can treat the symptoms, they can manage the symptoms. And, and again, that you also have these ups and downs, right? You can, sometimes you're in periods where you have a lot of flares and then it, sometimes it fools you and it goes into remission. I'm like, I told my husband, I joke yeah. and that the lion is sleeping, you know, because it's like yeah. months and months of no activity. And you're thinking, maybe I'm cured. Maybe God answered my prayers and I'm not, you know, I'm not yes. Right. But then, then you get a flare and you're like, oh, we are back again. So just understanding that it's a lifelong disease, but it's not a life sentence. You can live yeah. a long, healthy life. And it took me a yeah. long time to understand that. I mean, like I was just, yeah. I was not doing things that I was supposed to be doing. I was just uh, like you, I was on meds, like right away, they put me on meds. And my medication is a steroid as well. It's called prednisone. That's a baseline. I have a mm -hmm. few other ones that I take, but that's the uh, basic um, one that I take. And any steroid just will mess you up, gives you the extra weight, yeah. gives you the, you know, it's the, it comes with all these other side effects, right? So I knew, mm -hmm. I, and I, I let myself, I was like, that's what the doctors have given me. That's what I'm going to use. I had didn't ask any questions. I just wanted to manage the pain. I just wanted to not deal yeah. with it. So I avoided confronting, yeah. you know, like really dealing with it the way I should have, which is to me yeah. was I had to, I got to a point and this is years later where I understood that I have to make lifestyle changes, like in order to yes. cope with this condition, the changes that I make have to be lifestyle changes. And what does that involve? Yeah. So, First of all, like yeah. most autoimmune conditions, stress is a huge factor. It's a huge trigger. Yeah. Like if you're yeah. stressed at work, if you're stressed at home, you can trigger a flare just out of nowhere. So understanding that yeah. and just learning how to pace myself, how to take care of myself emotionally, physically, just keep a very my stress levels as low as possible that was key yeah. for me right then yeah. the things I, I started to realize which I didn't like because I'm not <laughs> I'm not into it like have to stay fit <laughs> I'm not a gym person right I'm like oh gosh the gym. I know Ro you like the gym so it's like no I'm not a gym and I, do try. <laughs> I tried I went to the gym it was not my thing but I learned that I found two things that I like doing which is walking I started walking a lot. Yes. That helped a lot. Yes. And and uh, doing yoga, which was great also for yeah. maintaining low stress levels. So I'm um, yes. trying to yes. stay fit. And like I said, medication. But but the most important thing, I think, for me, the big, the point which there was the huge turnaround was changing my diet, starting to yeah. Eat Definitely. a healthy diet, bro. And we've talked about this. As <laughs> that is the key. For me, everything else, yep. yes, works. But I think eating healthy was the, the yeah. one that really was the was the one that really made a difference. And I I, I yeah. stopped, started looking into what are the kind of foods that um, encourage inflammations, you know, like tomatoes mm. and all this nightshade vegetables, yeah. like eggplant, things yeah. that I'm eating, knowing that while you eat that, it's going to trigger a, a flare or an inflammation. So yeah. I learned how to 
look at the foods that I ate, I eliminated. I went from eating meat to vegetarian, and then I went to vegan, mm -hmm. uh, uh, maybe nine yeah. or so. Yeah. <laughs> and I, you know, I it was it was one of those things that you see a difference almost right away, right? And I'm not going to yeah. I know later on we're going to talk, we're going to have a whole podcast topic on on eating healthy, right? But that's that's what I did, Ro. And and I, I don't know if you want to add to that about eating healthy, because I know that is something you're really passionate about. So feel yes, free to. I am. Yeah. I'm so passionate about that. But like you said, Sandy, we're going to have a whole podcast about um what a healthy diet is and what yeah. has worked for us Once again it's what has worked for us right mm -hmm. and and i'm so passionate about this like i'm yeah. looking forward to talking about that because <laughs> um like what you said it's a jackpot it's a huge yeah. thing when it comes yeah. to autoimmune diseases mm -hmm. you have got to stop the inflammation and for you to stop the yeah. inflammation i truly believe the answer to that it's your diet it that's is. all it is absolutely it is it's your diet yeah. and i and i do encourage whoever if there's any listener here that is suffering any type of disease whether it's an autoimmune disease or whether it's um any type of chronic disease i really encourage you to look um at what you're eating doctors are not going to advocate for, they're not going to tell you this, right? And and I have nothing against doctors, mm -hmm. maximum respect. My doctors have been fantastic, but they've never pushed the healthy diet uh, agenda to me. They've never, it's been something that I had to discover on my own. And um, mm -hmm. so I think that, yeah, I just want to encourage you guys, just look into it, find out what works for you. And I think one thing I do want to ask you, Rob, before we wrap up, something you mentioned about, um, how you advocate for yourself. Can you just tell our listeners mm -hmm. why it's important to learn as much as possible about what it is you're suffering from, right? Because there's a lot of information that's yeah. out there that's scary, misinformation. How do you navigate the information so that it's not too much for you? Yeah, I, I have to say what worked for me and I always encourage people is that you are the one living with whatever issue it is. It's not your doctor. Uh, right. Yes, your doctor has gone to school. Yes, I mean, we have to give them props for that. And mm -hmm. we respect that. But at the end of the day, you are the one who is living with the condition you have. You know how your body changes every day. You know, you know, you know the differences of how you felt yesterday, how you feel today. I always encourage people to be in tune with their bodies. Your body is right. always talking to you. It's mm -hmm. always talking to you. Your body always tells you when something is off and when something is wrong. And, um, and it will also tell you that, oh my goodness, I am happy about this. Like what Sandy said, eating a healthy diet, eating her, it had to get up to being vegan where she started seeing the changes even more. And that's your body communicating to you. So I always tell people all the time, you need to be very firm and tell your doctor, no, this is how I'm feeling. Yes, I get it. Everyone else, this is what works for them, but mm -hmm. this doesn't work for me. And uh, these are my symptoms. Because like I said, like even what Sandy said, 
I know several people who have lupus and all of them, their symptoms are different. It's crazy. And so you were right. It's a disease of many faces. So you cannot say, oh, this person, this is what worked for them. So you no, you just need to make sure you advocate for yourself to your doctors and mm -hmm. that you're firm and you tell them, no, this is how I'm feeling. And I think that's what always has worked for me. Right. And I think it's um, also, you know, just people just knowing that at the end of the day, you, your doctor, yes, might want what's best for you. But if you can communicate how you're feeling, your doctor doesn't know. You right. can be the only one who can communicate that to them. And mm -hmm. also, I also want to say that how we said that living with any kind of condition, chances are you are going to have moments where you feel like a little down about it, having some blues about it, where you feel like your body has betrayed you. Because like what Candy said, um, there are foods that inflame, that encourage inflammation and can close flare-ups. And most of these foods are foods that you've always eaten. And now all of a sudden, guess what? You have to make changes. So no matter what, you are going to feel some type of like, what? I can't eat that anymore. <laughs> so I always encourage people to talk to someone, whether yeah. it has to be you finding a support system or, you know, people, your family or your spouse, your boyfriend, whatever, your partner, yeah. just talking to them and saying, you know, this is how I'm feeling and, yeah. you know, and this is hard and just share finding that button, right? Exactly. What, share yeah. your burden with yeah. you. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you might be surprised. Someone would be like, you know what? Guess what? I know right now you're gluten free. Maybe I could help you along the way just to mm -hmm. make sure that you can do it. I'm here for you. I'm cheering you on. Like right. you just need someone in your corner to help you yeah. with that. Yeah. But most importantly, lastly, before we close, I want to say something. No matter what issue you have, whether it's an autoimmune disease, whatever issue you have, I want to say this disease or whatever it is you're carrying around does not define you. You are more than your disease. It's not mm -hmm. who you are. Because like I wouldn't even, most people would not know I've had a hypothyroid issue until they see the, you know, my uh, surgery scar. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're like, oh, what happened to you? And so then I go on to explain it to them. I'm not embarrassed to speak on it because I just think everyone has that. It doesn't matter. It's and I, I'm hoping I can help someone because I know my take on it is very different than most people I have met. And I, yeah. you know, so I, I'm always looking forward to sharing with people and what has worked for me. So, yes, guess what? Your yeah. disease does not define you. And there's nothing for you to feel sorry for yourself. You can mm -hmm. do it. You can beat it. And you will be fine. And so, yeah, I think it was, this was just a good thing for us to just talk about it. Because I know in our culture, in our, especially in the African community, so many people don't talk about these things. It's so yeah. funny to me how yeah. they make it seem like it's such a, oh my it's gosh, stigmatized. we can that. It is, it's yes. because it's so stigmatized, right? Like you talked about how um, somebody thought that you had HIV AIDS because you, same thing, a few people, church folk, right? Thought like, oh, she's so skinny. What's going on? She's sick. She doesn't know what it is. So we need to just stop people. 
just let's just stop let's just be supportive instead of being judgmental right yeah yeah definitely so well thank you guys for listening to us for allowing us to be vulnerable for you know and uh, letting us share these very personal stories about um, ourselves our health we just hope that someone somewhere has been touched by this and we're here for you if you have any questions just let us know and we'll definitely be sharing what we know so thank you so much until next time have a great week a great month bye bye